Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast, because I never do that to you guys. Never, ever, ever do I mail it in. Never. It is a monster Monday. It's presented by DraftKings. It's a new week, which means we'll have new spread the word winners via social media, sponsor confirmation email winner. Check them out over at RossTucker.com and the YouTube shout out, YouTube.com slash NFL. I should mention the social media. It's at NFL, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, and it's at RossTuckerPod, Twitter and Instagram. So excited. For today's big show. I don't do this very often, but had to do it today. It's big show time. The big show. So very rarely do we bring on people locally, but it's more of a national show, obviously. But with what the Cleveland Browns did over the weekend, officially trading for Deshaun Watson and giving him by far the biggest contract in NFL history. I had to bring on one of my favorite guys in the business. His name is Keith Britton. You should follow him on social media at KeithBritton86. He's been in Cleveland for as long as I've been talking to him. I don't know, Keith, you can give me your background in a second. He's the producer of the very popular afternoon show there on 92.3, the fan that I'm on every week during the season. He's the brand manager. Keith, are you born and raised Cleveland? No, I'm not. I'm actually from about an hour west of here, but uh, certainly up to date on everything around here. I spent about five years in Columbus covering Ohio State football before this as well, but I've been here for 10-plus years, and this is incredible. Uh, this is LeBron-esque storyline in Cleveland right now. So that's what I, that's what I wanted to get at. Um, let's start with this. And I'm going to kind of ask your initial reaction and the response of the fans. At What time did it come down, by the way? Were you guys still on the air? Yes, we were. We were actually talking to one of our guests out of spring training for the Guardians now, uh, formerly the Indians, out in Arizona. And in the middle of the interview, both stops, our afternoon host stops the interview and says, holy crap, we've got huge breaking news in the NFL. And this broke at about 345 on Friday afternoon. And it was incredible the amount of immediate feedback we were getting from fans. Like I said in the opening there, it felt like LeBron 
coming back for that second time a few years ago. Uh, that was the feeling around Cleveland here. And I would say there was probably about a 50-50 split initially from the reaction that we were getting from callers. It was almost – that was like the LeBron too because people were questioning whether they really wanted LeBron back after he treated Cleveland the way he did in exiting the first time. And this is similar circumstance in terms of the people that were second-guessing the organization's decision to bring in a guy with some of the off-field accusations that Deshaun Watson has. But I think the overall excitement for the franchise moving forward probably outweighs that, at least right now. Very interesting. Okay, so that was going to be you're, – you're, you're getting ahead of me here a little bit, and I love it because you're reading my brain. So the first thing is, what was your initial reaction – and what was the initial – because all we had heard was that he they were the first team he said no thank you to. And then out of the blue, he says he's going there. Were, were you guys shocked? We were shocked until you saw that $230 million guarantee, which is – that's money talks. We all know that. Uh, as you said, the four teams that he was talking to seemed like Cleveland was the first exit. And when you, once you saw that $230 million, you're like, okay, that makes all the sense in the world. Now you're seeing other players are saying, hey, maybe Jarvis Landry can come back. Maybe Jadavian Clowney comes back. Money talks, but also winning. And I think he felt that this organization combined with that money, I think this organization, if you look at it, is really the best chance to win immediately, especially in this division where you've got the Bengals and the Ravens, but the Steelers at the bottom, you're right there to win this division right now. Okay, so you said 50-50 among the fans i i want to dive into that a little bit that is very interesting very few things in life are truly 50 50. so uh talk to me about each side of the 50 and the argument that they made and what this i i can guess i'm sure but i want to hear what the people in cleveland were saying as soon as they heard the news Yeah, I would say for the 50% positive, obviously, you just got a top five quarterback at his height. Uh, Really, at the prime of his career, he set out a year, and if nothing else, probably is still healthier for that. Uh, So those people know that you got a top five quarterback, you're right in the thick of it in the AFC. Given the the fact that the rest of the moves in the AFC this offseason, you had to make a move like this if you wanted to compete in this conference uh, because of the rest of the quarterback play. It's incredible, the quarterback play we have in the AFC right now. So for those fans that were on the, in favor of it, you understand that they needed the quarterback like this to be able to compete both in this division and in this conference. For the people that were against it, you obviously understand the morals of people, and they think that these accusations, if proven true or any of them are proven true in the civil case, then they feel like you kind of sold your soul, you know, to the giving in from the moral perspective to try to win football games. But we all know this organization has struggled mightily for the past 20-plus years. If they had to give in like this, it was for nothing else but to win. We also understand that the organization, Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski, your job is on the line. And in two or three years, if you haven't gotten past the point of one playoff win with Baker Mayfield, then your career is on the line. So they had to take a risk like this. And we understand, like I said, the moral perspective of this. If given the situation with his civil lawsuits, we see how these play out. But for those people, I will say they, they're against it right now, but we haven't played one fo- one football game yet. That first Sunday in September or whenever he's made eligible to play, when Deshaun Watson starts winning football games, that'll be the interesting perspective. We'll see how people view it then. I'm glad you said that because I, I'm cur- I bet a bunch of them said they're not going to watch. They're, they're not going to support it. They're not going to watch. 
I guess the question is, do you believe them that they're actually not going to watch the games or support the team? I don't believe them because we've seen this in other sports. We've seen it in other walks of life. People, when given second chances, a lot of times, once you get further away from that, especially in sports, when you can prove yourself on the field or on the court or on the baseball field, when people see that you help their team win, they quickly forget those things. And like I said, the pain of the past 20-plus years, outside of that two years ago, that stint where they made the playoffs and won over Pittsburgh, this organization hasn't had much to cheer about. And we saw this a, a few years ago when they signed Kareem Hunt. And in a similar circumstance, although where there was video out there of this that we saw, it was ugly. And people were not in favor of that. A large part, I would say it was better than 50% of the people were not in favor of that. And he's a hometown guy here. So – but once he started winning football games and contributed to the offense, we saw even last year, people were claiming you, you were on our show, Ross. He was the heart and soul of this offense when he was healthy. And I think that people quickly jumped on board. And the one other thing I will say about Deshaun Watson, that he hasn't had a chance to really speak. When he has a chance to speak and really come away, people come away with thinking that this guy is contrite and maybe he made mistakes in his past, or maybe he's saying that you guys really will get to know the true me He's done charitable things in Houston. I think once he gets out there in the community in, in Cleveland here and people see how he really is and he has a chance to prove himself off the field, I think that people's opinions could quickly change because of that too. So I think it's interesting you mentioned Stefanski and Andrew Barry because i got two more questions for you, Keith. The one is, I, I'm curious your opinion. I know both of those guys. I personally, when you combine the contract – and bringing in Watson, my belief is that this was 99% Jimmy Haslam. You know, I, I can't imagine Andrew Barry wanting to do this contract. I, I just don't picture Stefanski and Barry really being the drivers of this thing. I feel like this has Jimmy Haslam written all over it. Agree or disagree? I totally agree with that, and if for nothing else, because we knew a couple years ago the rumor was that he obviously he wanted Manziel first. That was that was a few years back that he was the one that on the Manziel train. Then we heard the Baker Mayfield, and that he was in favor of Baker Mayfield in the building. Some of the other guys were questionable about it, and I think they quickly changed their minds after they saw how he played and some of the things that he was uh, throwing the coaches under the bus uh, a little bit this past offseason. Some of the things that on social media, I think that really turn the minds of the organization and the Haslam's in general saying, Hey, we have this opportunity to go get this franchise level quarterback, a top five quarterback. And I think this has the Haslam's, as you said, written all over it because they understand that they need this fan base to stick with them. Like there was a point where it became, as we said, the 50, 50 earlier about the Sean Watson, that was with the Baker Mayfield this off season. 50% of the people are like, we can't go forward with Baker Mayfield. There's no chance that this guy's winning us a Super Bowl. I think the Haslam's understood that, if we need to keep these fans here right now, we need to try to go win a Super Bowl. And this is our, our chance. How many opportunities do you have to go get a top five quarterback in the NFL? So um, that's the last question. Because every time I came on with you guys this past season, we're, it's Baker, Baker, Baker. And it felt like it was still 50-50 in Cleveland about Baker Mayfield. So I guess the question there, Keith, is, or was there anybody that was like, hey, we should still have Baker? Or especially after he demanded the trade, was everybody uh, – is there is there any Baker boys left in Cleveland? There are, and I was surprised even Friday when the trade went down. They had We had quite a few people responding of like, 
I think Baker's being treated unfairly by the organization. He's getting a raw deal. This guy was fighting through injuries last year. He had two, two out of his three seasons before that were good. He's getting a raw deal. And I will say to those people, how many quarterbacks, and you know, Ross, how many quarterbacks get four years to prove themselves? This guy has started almost since day one as a rookie. He's had four years to get better and really hasn't. And I would say that there's not that many quarterbacks that get that much of a chance. Look at the things that happen in New York. Now Daniel Jones going into They're not going to give him a fifth year. Uh, they're not even maybe not even giving him a fourth year. So in organizations around the NFL, if you're not winning and not getting better, they're not going to just stick with you. And I would say that Baker Mayfield, the way he's treated some of the other things off the field, uh, both on social media and some of the things we've heard out of the locker room last year, throwing the coaches under the bus, uh, not being aggressive enough in games. Some of that falls on you, Baker, and I feel like that some of those fans that are kind of blind to that and feel like he's being treated unfairly, I don't think they really realize how cutthroat of a business it is around the rest of the NFL as well. I am so curious, Keith, when you guys go on the air today and people have sort of had the weekend to think about it, to talk about it, talk with their friends, their family about it, I'll be curious to see what the reaction is today. With all of these things, it just seems like the further removed you get from the shock, the further removed you get from the alleged incidents, all that stuff, time heals. I feel like I feel like by the time training camp starts, uh, you know, everybody will just be very, very excited um, about the fact that you guys have Deshaun. I think by the time training camp starts, and I even think minicamp here in about a couple months uh, after the draft and things settle down a little bit, I think that people, once they see him in a Jersey, if he's showing up for off season workouts, they'll be like, Oh, all right, this guy's in like, and the first time he talks, even I feel like, as I said earlier, I feel, I feel like the first time Deshaun gets a chance to publicly talk in front of people, answer questions about his character, answer questions about his future and how he wants this organization to go under him. I think that that could turn a lot of people's minds. So I, I guess the last one I lied um, he didn't want to go there. Like he, 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 he eliminated them first and then they gave him this crazy contract. Does that affect you or the people in Cleveland at all? Like he didn't want to go there. Like he really is going there for the money. Well, the thing is, is I think the people that are in favor of this move and that convince themselves that, Hey, this is a great thing for the organization. I think a lot of those people think that hey, he did choose the Browns. And they kind of conveniently forget that $230 million figure that we talked about earlier. And I get what you're saying, but I also realize that most players, or not most players, but a lot of players across leagues don't really necessarily wouldn't be their first choice to play where they are. Money talks. And at the quarterback position right now, being the highest paid in terms of guaranteed money in the NFL, I think that obviously is what Deshaun was leaning towards. But I think for the fans... I think they'll quickly forget that because if he wins games and winning can, can cure everything in terms of quarterback wanting to be here as well, if he's winning games, I think all is well. And that's what Baker Mayfield wasn't doing in the last season. He wasn't winning games, and that's when it got frustrating for him, and that's when things went south. Check him out on social media, at KeithBritton86. Had to find out what the people in Cleveland were thinking. Keith is always on top of it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Keith. Really appreciate it. You got it anytime, Ross. Thanks, man. Keith's awesome. I do a lot of uh, radio interviews, and Keith is one of the best out there. Uh, he, he always texts me 20 minutes for him to come on. He's just – he is on top of his stuff. Deshaun Watson has a new job. 
You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Look, everybody, and I mean everybody, knows how hard staffing is right now. Staffing in general, let alone finding the right person for the job. Thank goodness for LinkedIn. There's a reason why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. How about this? Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. That's bananas. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Ross. That's linkedin.com slash Ross to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tux Takes. Hi, Ross. Good morning. Well, we heard from Keith about what the fans think in Cleveland. Now, what do you think about Deshaun Watson? To the Browns, five years, $230 million, fully guaranteed in exchange. Houston gets three number ones, a third, and a fourth round pick. So I got a lot to say, I guess, in general, Bri, uh, but to narrow it down to start, this just doesn't feel right to me. I mean, the guy got $11 million this past year to sit out an entire season because 22 separate women have accused him of sexual assault. Then he's able to have like this free agent whining and dining process where four teams are able to go and pitch him. The guy has 22 lawsuits against him and he has three more years left on his contract. It just, it feels like he benefited from his legal situation which just leaves a really bad taste in my mouth, right? Like, that's just not the way it should be, you know, and, and it goes on to get by far the biggest contract in NFL history. Like, say it out loud, okay? Guy with 22 lawsuits against him for sexual assault gets by far the most guaranteed money ever. Does not sound right. Look, I'm not the morality Please here. I'm not passing judgment on him or anybody else. I don't blame Deshaun Watson or his agent for doing what's best for them. That's what everybody does. I don't even necessarily blame the Browns. I mean, if they didn't do it, someone else is going to do it. Okay, so they gave him a crazy contract. It's not like the other teams weren't going to give him a lot of money. Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans, they were all going to find a way to give him a lot of money. Maybe they weren't going to guarantee the whole thing like the Browns did. But they were going to give him a lot of money. But then they alter the salary so that when he's suspended this year, 
however many games, it barely makes a dent. It just doesn't feel right. Um, by the way, he's changed finances in the NFL forever. It's going to be more like the NBA. Five years fully guaranteed. The, the NFL contracts have officially been changed forever by a guy in this situation. It just doesn't feel right. I, 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 don't, I don't know who to blame. I'm not trying to point blame. It just doesn't really doesn't really smell right to me. Ducks takes. Packers traded Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders for a first and second round pick. $28.25 million. Highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. By the way, the Packers reportedly are willing to offer more. Right. And it's come out that the last couple years of that deal are actually fluff. But he's still getting tremendous amount of money over the next three years, which is fine. So then the the years that are supposedly fluff, he'll either get it or they'll have to restructure. So either way, Devontae Adams in three years will be in a good place. Honestly, on on Devontae Adams, I just have a lot of questions that are unanswered. Did Aaron Rodgers really know about this? When he agreed to come back to the Packers and sign his contract, I've seen some reports that he did. Really? So you knew Devontae Adams wasn't going to come back and you still came back to the Packers? That's that's interesting. I mean, what does that say about Aaron Rodgers' priorities, I guess? Doesn't seem like they are to win another championship. Maybe it was to get all that money in Green Bay, or maybe it was to stay in Green Bay. But if he knew Devontae Adams wasn't going to be there, the fact that he still wanted to be there is a little bit strange, right? If he didn't know Devontae Adams was gonna, wasn't going to be there, that's even crazier and really awkward. There is no good answer here, right? There's no good answer for the Packers or Aaron Rodgers. If he knew, it's a little weird that he signed back there anyway. If you didn't know, boy, that's a bad – talk about awkward. And then how about Devontae Adams? He knew Aaron Rodgers was coming back. He still didn't want to play there. That is not a good look for the Packers. That is not a good look for Aaron Rodgers. No matter how you slice it. You know, I know what his agent said. I know what they're coming out with. Oh, the Packers would have offered just as much and – you know, it's his hometown team. His hometown team, they play in Vegas now. Oh, he wanted to play with Derek Carr. Okay. I, I'm, I'm sure he's friends with Derek Carr. But he knows Aaron Rodgers is the two-time MVP. No matter how you slice it, it's a bad look for the Packers. It's a bad look for Aaron Rodgers. And it's hard to imagine they have a better chance to win the Super Bowl this year or next year than they would have if they had Devontae Adams on their team. I'm surprised that the Packers did this. Very surprised. Ducks takes. The LA Rams gave Matthew Stafford an extension, three years, $43 million per year. They also signed Allen Robinson and trade Robert Woods to the Titans for 2023 sixth round pick, who, by the way, also signed Austin Hooper. A lot there, right? A lot there. So Stafford, $43 million a year. That's good, but he signed that after Deshaun Watson got fully guaranteed $46 million a year. So that shows that Stafford 
wasn't trying to necessarily break the bank, um, you know, and, and set new records, which he probably could have given that he just won the Super Bowl. He also wasn't really a free agent like Deshaun Watson kind of was, even though Deshaun Watson was under contract for three more years, which makes it even more awkward. The Allen Robinson thing. So these next two, it's perfect, Bri, that these next two come after what we were just talking about, about Devontae Adams and the Packers. So the Packers knew they were going to move on from Devontae Adams, and they didn't think about giving Allen Robinson less than $15 million a year? Really? You offered all that money, supposedly, they were willing to pay Devontae Adams more. So you offered all that money to Devontae Adams, but you wouldn't pay Allen Robinson $15 million a year? I, I don't really understand that if you're the Packers. And then you wouldn't trade a six-round pick for Robert Woods? Now, I'm sure the Rams would have preferred to not trade uh, Robert Woods in the NFC, and they got him out of there. They got him to the AFC. But come on, compensation talks. If the Packers offered a fifth-round pick or a fourth-round pick, something, the Rams would have done it. Okay? Bill Belichick traded Drew Bledsoe in division. So the Rams would have done it. So I w- I'm fascinated to know whether or not the Packers were in on either one of those moves. Titans getting Austin Hooper. They want to have a reliable tight end for Tannehill. That makes sense. Hooper is that. And they're getting him on the cheap compared to what the Browns gave him a couple years ago. But I'm also surprised the Rams allocated that money to Allen Robinson. You know, with already having Cooper Cup making a lot of money. Sounds like they'll bring back Odell Beckham Jr. They have Van Jefferson, but they had decided they wanted to move on from Robert Woods, I suppose. Tux takes. Now to the guys who were cut slash released. Let's start with Joe Schobert from the Steelers. Bills cut Cole Beasley. Eagles Fletcher Cox, but then they signed him back. Giants released Logan Ryan. Cowboys cut Lyle Collins. Bills star, uh, Bills release star, Lotulale. Bengals released Trey Hopkins. And the uh, Seahawks released Carlos Dunlap. A lot of guys getting cut the first couple days of the new league year. I think a lot of times the teams try to squeeze them, hoping in to take a reduced deal. But then these guys say, no, I'm not going to do it because they probably have an idea that they'll get more. Although not a lot of these guys have re-signed yet. Collins signed with the Bengals. Fletcher Cox, you mentioned, back with the Eagles. I think Logan Ryan already signed with the Bucks. So several of these guys have already been able to land elsewhere. And we'll see what happens with the rest of them. But this is the other side of free agency. These are all guys that at some point got nice contracts and their teams no longer think they're worth the money. It's that simple. Ducks takes. The Atlanta Falcons signed cornerback Casey Hayward and Cordero Patterson. Hayward's just been a solid player with the Chargers, with the Raiders. I think it's a good signing in Atlanta opposite A.J. Terrell. Cordero Patterson was incredible last year. I hope he got a lot of money. He is an offensive weapon. You, I mean, I don't even know. We got to talk about this with Joe Dolan on the Fantasy Feast, which we're actually recording tomorrow with all these moves that have been made. I got to think that 
Like, what position is Cordero Patterson going to be listed at for fantasy football? I don't know that. I do know that I started taking Athletic Greens because they started advertising on the show. And it sounded amazing. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. Then, ever since I did that, everybody I talked to, my buddy BJ, Andrew Brandt, like everybody I talked to, it seems like they take Athletic Greens. Makes sense. None of us really eat enough vegetables, right? You might as well get this in your body. It's better than a multivitamin. It costs you less than $3 a day. There's a reason it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Ross. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Ross to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Zadarius Smith backs out on a deal with the Baltimore Ravens, so they sign Michael Pierce instead. Right, instead of getting the edge rusher, they get the D-tackle and Pierce. Both these guys, former Ravens that left to go elsewhere for literally greener pastures. Supposedly, Zadarius Smith saw how much money Chandler Jones and Von Miller were getting and backed out of the deal. We'll see if he ends up actually getting that money Somewhere else, but he saw what these other guys were getting and felt like he he deserved what they were getting. Tux takes. Buffalo Bills signed Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson and trade seventh round pick for Case Keenum. So interesting. Both Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson used to play for the Bills. They left for greener pastures. Now they're back. It's kind of like what the Ravens did. Kind of like what the Patriots do all the time. And then with no Trubisky, the Bills want to make sure they've got a good backup quarterback so that if if Josh Allen gets dinged up, misses a couple games, they can win them. Case Keenum is still that guy. Good enough to help you win those games. You already briefly touched on Lyle Collins going to the Bengals. Packers also signed Russell Douglas, and the Chiefs signed Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju got, like, no money. He must make a lot of money off the field. I think he's a big TikTok guy or whatever because he does not seem overly concerned with the contracts he's getting for playing. Last year, he turned down bigger offers to stay with the Steelers. This year, he's turned down bigger offers to go to the Chiefs because he says he wants to win. He's only getting $3.5 million. Obviously, that's a ton of money to you and me, but $3.5 million? is the only money he's getting for sure. That is not very much for a guy that's as young as he has who's accomplished as much as he has. Michigan's defensive end David Ojabo tears his Achilles at Pro Day. 
Awful. Absolutely awful. Kid was going to be a top 15 pick. Now I've seen reports that he'll go between 40 to 70. Um, it makes me sick. Uh, I don't blame anybody. You know, it's not like he was straining, trying to lift weights or do any of the those kind of drills. He was just doing some normal dropbacks and some normal position drills. Could have happened just working out, getting ready for his new team, not actually at a pro day. It does make me wonder, though, if there are some agents who will say, you know what, I, I don't even want my guy doing a pro day. I, I mean, it's you can't keep these guys on ice, but he just lost millions and millions of dollars. It's awful. And I will say this. I saw where Bucky Brooks talked about how the fact that the scouts didn't come over to check on him. In fairness, like I think, number one, they were probably a little bit like caught off guard like stunned by what happened, but also that's sort of football, man. I mean, whether it's a game, it's a practice, a guy gets hurt. Everybody kind of knows their role. I mean, the refs don't really go over there. The other players don't really go over there. It's usually you let the trainers get out there and take a look at them. I know that sounds harsh, but that's kind of how it is. I mean, a lot of times practice field, they just move the drill up 10 yards. Ducks takes. Bears are not signing Larry Ogunjobi after a failed physical, so they signed D-tackle Justin Jones and defensive end Al-Qadden Muhammad instead. That's awful. I feel terrible for Ogunjobi. Imagine thinking you're signing and getting that huge contract, and now he's not, and now he'll end up getting a lot less. Because now that there's the book out on him that he failed a physical, that is a bad, bad look. Because no one's going to give him close to that money now. I, I feel awful for him. Because he played so well last year. Takes. Panthers give DJ Moore a four-year extension. They signed punter Johnny Hecker. Lineman Bradley Bozeman. Cornerback Dante Jackson. And uh, linebacker Corey Littleton. Well, they got a lot of money now that they're not paying Deshaun Watson. Wow. So they got to figure out their next best alternative. I don't know who that is. Is that drafting somebody? I don't think Matt Rule really wants to do that. Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it Baker Mayfield? I have to think that they'll be in on both those guys. And finally, some sad news out of Seattle where John Clayton passed away at the age of 67. couple thoughts here. Number one, it's remarkable how young... 67 sounds to me now at 43, right? When you're in your teens or 20s, you think, okay, 67. 67 is young now. I mean, um, it's young. I did not have a ton of interaction with John Clayton, but the interaction I did have was awesome. Salt of the earth guy. I think a lot of people have tweeted about this. Really, really nice guy uh, i've been on his radio show a number of times i don't know that I, if i ever had him on the ross tucker football podcast which is now something that i regret if i didn't i should have found a way to get him on the show um he was the guy man in the 90s i mean he was 90s early 2000s when i was in the nfl when i was in the nfl john clayton was the insider he was like the main guy and obviously has like the greatest espn commercial 
absolutely of all time. Mom, I'm doing my set. I'm finishing my segment. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, Thoughts and prayers, as always, to John and his family. Some shout-outs to wrap up the show. We always do. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sporticulture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com. And we've got two new ones. I love it. Two new Patreon. I think we're done here. End of the show. Shout-outs. Go-Bangles.com. So if you're a Bengals fan, go there. Go-Bangles.com. And then Evergreen Economics. EvergreenEcon.com. Love it. Love getting some listeners, getting shout-outs for their business. Love Matt Waldman. He'll join us on today's College Draft Podcast. A lot to talk about there. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.